we know, the first question we ask everybody that come on the show is, who was the first person to bust their ass? And right. Since up. it's just me and you here, who's the first person to bust your ass? Man, I got we ain't never really gave that up, huh? We done gave little bits and pieces, but. Yeah. So, you're right. You and I know, but we need to let the world know, huh? Straight up. So, for me, we got to go back to 2000. Straight rookie year. First time getting a chance to start. I can't remember if it was exhibition or regular season. I know it was a, it was an NBA game. It wasn't no, you know what I mean? We in Denver. Number one, you know the altitude going to hit us. Yeah. And it's my first game starting. Yeah. So we get out there. I'm like, cool. Sean Leonard. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is light. This easy. He ain't like no superstar. Nobody I got to be worried about. That first six-minute timeout. Came and sat down, looked at you, looked at KD, <laughs> and y'all kind of like, just, y'all ain't really trying to laugh if y'all try to cut, but boy, 17, bang, 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 17 in the first six minutes. Yeah. Vashon Leonard, so much post-game, shoulder work. He had the little, little chubby game, bang, bang, three ball, raising me up, I'm changing the light bulb, he's sidestepping, three ball. I said, man. <laughs> That was like how you asked the question. When you really know, I sat down, I was like, okay, I got to rethink how I rethink my approach and respect all. Because yeah. <laughs> I disrespected him in my, my approach, and that's why he tore my ass up from yeah. the beginning. I got him back, though. <laughs> that was my career high, New Year's Eve, 2004. Denver. Denver, in L.A. Payback some motherfucker. Yeah, and Bashan was part of that. <laughs> well, the first person to bust my ass we played the Sacramento Kings with Bibby and Weber and Vlade. Vlade and, you know, Doug Christie, Bobby Jackson. Straight up. They had a squad. One of their best teams Turkaloo. ever. Turkaloo. One of their best teams Turk. ever. First time we played them, I was guarding like a bunch of them, like a bunch of people because, you know, he, he had me guarding everybody. But the second time we played them, we played them in L.A. Damn. And I was somehow I was matched up with Chris Webber. They was kind of kicking our ass, but I was guarding Chris Webber most of the game. And Did he do a lot of moves, or was he just uh, one in particular? It was just simply just jump hooking my ass to like <laughs> death. Boom, boom, jump hook. Sure. Boom, boom, fake jump hook. <laughs> and I'm timing it, timing it, timing it. When I look up, I think he had like 34. And I feel like I got most of that 34. I remember coming back to the bench. And seeing you and KD is like, yeah, this this the game that you got your ass bust. And y'all was laughing and shit like that. And I was like, yeah, I felt defeated that day. Like, I couldn't just stop him. Knucklehead here with a special episode. And for this one, I'm like, I'm kind of feeling like myself. Like feeling. my old self. Like, I feel, I, like, hey, like knees feeling good, all that good stuff. You looking like it. I, mean, I, I feel like it, man. I, feel like it. I feel like I'm looking like it, too. Hey, man. I feel like early 2000s, don't it? Man, I ain't felt my hair on my neck in a minute. You do got the hang time yeah, for you. You looking like, you looking <laughs> like the young, the young whippersnapper I used to see running up and down. All right, well, for this special episode, you know what I'm saying, we're going to kind of get into us. We ain't never really had an episode talking about us. Hello. Here we are today, looking like our old self. Looking like And tell you about all this history time when I had braids and my man had the 360s. Oop, doop, doop. Chicago with the brush. 
This is Q Rich and D Miles and Knuckleheads. We culture pushers. That's when I knew I was like, I'm gonna be a rebel. This is Fact Finder right here. This is a story that people don't know. You can't call me soft and you can't disrespect where I'm from. I did deal with a lot of losing. That shit sucked. Now I gotta get crap. We come from an authentic OG standpoint, but it's always good vibes. Yo, what are y'all doing here? I thought I was just coming over to watch the game and you guys got microphones set up in the backyard and. Okay. I like this. I like this. I like this. I like this. You from the South Side. What made you choose Whitney Young? Whitney Young was one of the schools that I was hearing out of Chicago. Right. Before I got to know you or so forth on, like I heard of King, I heard of Simeon, I heard of right. different type schools, but like Whitney Young was one of them schools that just came out of nowhere and y'all was the era that put it kind of put it on the map. So right. what made you choose <laughs> Whitney so, Young? So for me, right, you already know you know what I'm saying, my homeboy, my best friends, even to this day. So we start playing AAU together, sixth, seventh grade, D Gates, Cordell, you know what I'm saying? And straight out of grade school, they went to Whitney Young. I wanted to go. You know what I'm saying? We played all playing with the words and everything. My pops like, nah, you're not doing that transit. All the way from the south side, from the hundreds to the west side, right? Right on the tip of the west side. So he like, nah, that's too far. So my first year, I ended up going to all boys Catholic school. Brother Rice, <laughs> that was the first time I had like, yo, this is culture shock. It was like mostly predominantly white. You got to wear uniforms, suits, shirt and tie, not suits, but shirt and tie, like slacks. I was like, nah. <laughs> it was then it's all boys too, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, this ain't this ain't it. But I went because I wanted to play varsity with my cousin, Rico Hill, and then Britt Booker that was from the, you know what I'm saying, from the neighborhood. I wanted to play with Britt Booker. We all looked up to Britt and Rico growing up, so I'm like, cool, I'll go there, get to play with my cousin. So I get there and don't even get the trial for varsity. The coach like, nah, y'all don't even <laughs> get the trial, me and my cousin Nate. And then there was another freshman, uh, Timmy O'Neill. We should have all been able to try out and play. Well, it definitely made the varsity. He said, no, we had to play on sophomore. So I had to play my whole freshman year on sophomore, watching, like, you know what I'm saying, we go play the Corey McGetty school, he on varsity playing against Rico, and I'm sitting here in the crowd, <laughs> slacks and them, uh, button up in the tie. So then, after that year, I, when we went, you know, my pops was like, because as soon as they didn't let me try it, I was like, pops, nah, I need to go. And, you know, my pops, you know how he is, old school. He like, look, I don't know nothing. You know, he don't know nothing about basketball and what's going on, and it's not fair. He like, listen, in life, Stuff going to happen. It's not going to be fair. He's like, you, you're not going to be able to just pick up and go and run and do this. He's like, and I'm not going to set that precedent for you to think that when things don't go your way that you just say, ah, I'm going to go do this. And so I was pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that's, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I got to go through it. So he made me legit stick out the whole year, go to school there. We went 24-0, slapped up everybody. We was way better than any team. We were supposed to be on varsity. You know what I'm saying? We had three dudes legit that could have been playing minutes on varsity. Whatever. So after that year, I, I leave. I'm like, cool, I'm gone. I'm like, I ain't coming back for this. So, you know what I'm saying? That's when I got to go, you know what I'm saying? Cordell, father, judge, he came over and he was like, he, he persuaded my pops. Him, Coach Larry Butler, they came through, persuaded my pops to let me go. And then <laughs> that's when Whitney Young, you know what I'm saying? Like that year, though, D Gates and CDL numbers hooping. Because they got, that was a year. I remember seeing D. Gates in the paper, dog. D. Gates is a freshman. He like 27 on Ronnie Fields and KG Farragut. I'm like, oh, look at my dog. <laughs> he in the Sun Times, dog, the Tribune, freshman, repping. 
I'm like, man, this is crazy. Like, I supposed to be over there with them. Cordell mm-hmm. starting at point varsity. Like, both of them starting. I'm like, I'm over here on, you know what I'm saying, sophomore. Yeah. So, but then I go there. Our first year, we was, you know, our first year we was cool. We we started to, you know what I'm saying, figure it out and, and, and make some noise. By toward the end, we beat King in the playoffs, and then we lost. But junior year, junior, senior year, <laughs> city was ours. <laughs> That was, that was when it became it was it was us. It was all us. And the coldest part about us going to Whitney Young and Red West, the, you know what I'm saying, our division, that's that was the toughest division, period, in Chicago basketball. Any whatever league, public, Catholic, anything, Red West was it. You know what I'm saying? Like it was the business. And we came in that joint back to back years, undefeated. <laughs> Nobody in the city touched us. Cause you know that's that's from sixth grade, bro. You know how that is. You was part of that. You know what I'm saying? The AAU style, like that's why you almost came to Whitney Young. Cause you was, you know what I'm saying? We was we was tight like that. But what we did in the city, we knew we knew nobody couldn't mess with us. You know what I'm saying? The baddest part about it is we was all from the South Side. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We all D Gates from the Hundreds. I'm from the Hundreds. See that from 84th. You know what I'm saying? Corey from the hundreds, you know what I'm saying? Marquis stay out south in the in the eighties, you know what I'm saying? Like half all of our dudes is out here hooping, you know what I'm saying? Red shooter. All from the south side. Yeah. We on the west side. We got going to west side school. Well all the other gangs from the different neighborhoods that we from, all the we we going through all of that and we navigating all that and we ran the city legit. And the best part about it is that Whitney Young High School is a magnet school. It's the, it was the quote-unquote nerd school. They didn't want an academic decathlon a million years in a row and all this stuff. They ain't never been known but like, who? We came through that joint. Then you get, you know, the Jaleel Okafors and the, and the people that came behind yeah, us. Came behind still us. winning. They, they got a boy there now, uh, DJ Stewart, is about to go to Duke. We set that template to become a Simeon, a, a, you know what I'm saying, one of the high school forces, a King, a Morgan Park now, you know what I'm saying, yeah. them type of teams. So, we always look back at that. Me, CDLD Gates, we know we had a whole hand in that. Yeah. Winning state, winning national, you know what I'm saying? We did that. Yeah. What about you? We I only we played three years two. of high school. Ooh, we thought we had you at the young, too. Yeah, Ooh. I played three years of high school. And then I, uh, so ninth grade, I was in junior high school. And that's when I met y'all. I ain't never played high school ball, so it was nothing to play with y'all. And I remember uh, we went to the AAU game. And my school was on strike. Y'all was trying to hurry up and get back so we can get back to go so y'all can go to school. And y'all was going to get straight off the plane and go to school because, man, we had to stay an extra night in Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, I don't even got to go to school. And we like a month in school and our whole school was on strike. So I was almost going to go to Whitney Young with y'all, definitely. I would probably want to be a we state tried. championship. We you was this close to being but a But I wound up going to the historic school where it was a historic coach. Lincoln High School, Coach Benny Lewis, he won state in Illinois. He was the first coach to win it three in a row back then. And it was just history behind him, and that was the history that I kind of Was that the Lafonso Ellis thing? Yeah. Right. He, 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 Lafonso Ellis played for him, Conzo Martin. A lot of greats played for him and came from mm-hmm. abundance. So I was definitely going to go to his school. So they decided to close our school before the season even started. But I went to the school. So uh, my first year of high school, like, I did good. I, uh, I was ranked high for sophomore, and I made I was the only sophomore to make all state. Wait, 
I know when I first met you, you was wearing glasses. By then, was you still wearing glasses? No, I wasn't wearing glasses. Oh, yeah, he had his contacts. Then. I had contacts. He, he was cool, D Miles. Then, when yeah. I first met him, that boy was like this. He had the little circle glasses on. He was yeah, all quiet. I, and- I didn't have glasses and stuff. I, I remember this this thing. I was playing AAU ball with y'all, and I was playing AAU ball with this East St. Louis team. We didn't even know about AAU ball, but they just started the AAU right. ball. So we playing in little, little bullshit tournaments. You know what I'm saying? Nothing that's really sponsored how we was playing with Butler. But, right. you know, if you just get an AAU team and just get some tournaments to go to. So I playing with the East St. Louis team, and we went to Memphis, and I had these goggles on. My mama took me to get them Horace Grant goggles. So I didn't want to wear them motherfuckers. And I remember the first game we played, because I'm, I'm nice. Like, I done... I'm nice, nice. Like, I, I haven't even played high school ball. And my miles when it got to them whole Grant Jones. Look, I haven't played high school ball, but I, I play pro-am. I play with adults. Right. So, playing high school ball or playing with kids my age is like a lower level to me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I get on the court and I got these fucking goggles on. And so you wore. we had jump ball. Dude, like, all five of them, they all like, I got him. I got him. <laughs> they looking at me like, this boy look like pure shit. He, he gotta be weak. Like, they from East St. Louis. Oh, like, nah, man, I got man. the dude with the with the goggles on. That's who I wanna go. <laughs> so I'm like, man, I'm feeling totally disrespected, right? So that whole tournament, I killed. I'm talking about kicked they ass so hard with these goggles on. What the time when I walked out that motherfucker, everybody in the gym giving me five. Like, did they give you like a nickname like Goggle Guy or something? No, nah, they ain't giving it, but they they gave me Goggles. the res- they gave me the respect, right? Because like I j- I just remember like starting that tournament off and these dudes just laughing at me like t- trying to take turns or trying to fight over who guarded me because they feel like it was a night off. But that's just nuts. So I went to Lincoln. Like I said, I had a good year and I was the uh, only sophomore to make. All state, which I was all uh, you, Corey, Frankie, yeah, all y'all yeah, was first yeah. team. I think I made second team. All yeah. state, only sophomore to make it. Then the next year came, and I wind up. I was finna go to Oak Hill. I remember. And this. then they told me about Oak Hill and the girls and stuff, and and the, <laughs> the school and how, how close was the next. They was in the mountain. I was like, fuck no. Nah. <laughs> then it was our rival. One of our rivals from St. Louis, Vashon. I was thinking about going there. Mm. Cause they was a powerhouse and they had a, a cold squad and they just didn't have a super superstar like me, but they had stars. Mm-hmm. All they had a bunch of stars, but they didn't have a superstar like me. I know I could have went over there and could have won two states in Missouri, but still, St. Louis, it was just a thing. Like man, I ain't going across that water, boy. Even though it was that close, so I wind up going to our rival school. Eastside because my coach decided that he was gonna coach it because he was like I ain't coaching that Eastside. He decided he was gonna coach, so I wound up going to Eastside. And my mom, I remember my mom telling me, "If you gonna make it, you can make it from the crib." Because mm-hmm. it was all these schools like, "Shit, come play for our team." And I ain't never been nowhere outside the hood, so I'm like, I'm glad I stayed in the hood because it still made me comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I went to Eastside, and shit, when I went to Eastside, them next two years was just dominating. Like I remember. Dominating. Quadruple doubles out that jump. Dominating these, them next two years, and then, you know, 
the league after that. I had a crazy. You remember the year. conversation we had at uh, DePaul? Mm-hmm. About you going to the league. I remember you kept on shooting me down, like, man, forget all it, bro. You gone. You ain't trying to ask me questions about the school. Like, like, you ignored every like, question man, I asked you about the Knock it off, bro. Like, you was out of here. Like, yeah, I'm going to get this little money that we supposed to get. We're going to go have a good time, take you to this bowling alley, show you a movie or something. We're going to hang out. But, like, bro, you not coming here. Like, bro, I'm looking at the draft boards every day because I'm, I'm, I'm on them. I'm like, I'm trying to see what I'm going to do. I'm like, boy, please. Then I talk, I say, you out of here. Yeah. I'm out of here. You out of here. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to go to college, but it, it just didn't make sense because I dominated the All-Star games. I dominated the McDonald's game. Put on, put on a show. show in McDonald's In game. Boston. Put on a show for the USA game. Put on a show for the Nike Bluegrass Classic. And they were saying, like, shit, lottery. Sir? Uh, yeah, that's what it was. They were saying lottery, so I had to go. And then you going, but going through the process that we went through. When I came down and we stayed in the apartments together, oh, and we yeah. kind of worked out <laughs> together the whole. You remember when uh, we went to the draft uh, pre-workouts? And you know how they put the stickers on you, like the, uh, what the, the stress test or oh, whatever yeah, they yeah. want to call it. They put the stickers on you, and everybody running this stress test, and, you know, it, it's made to get you tired, like, to get your heart rate up. Now I don't say get you tired, to get your heart rate up. Right. I don't even think I got halfway through that bitch, and I was like, hey, cut this off. You remember that shit? He walked right now. You, yeah, you talk, hey, man, nah, y'all stop this. Like, I ain't doing this no more. They was like, you got to, he like, nah, I ain't doing this no more. I just jumped off the motherfucker. You <laughs> he remember walked that? walked off, and they was trying to steal. They was like, you got to get up to He was like. I said, get it off. Oh, okay. Y'all ain't gonna hear me loud. <laughs> yeah. And you know, me being who, like just me coming from where I'm at and not knowing the reality of where I'm at. Yeah. Just having the hood mindset. <laughs> because that could have, you know, that could have fucked up my draft. Yeah, it could have been made you be seen in the bad light if somebody it, reported it. it. Like, yeah, when I look back on it. They have that intel these days. It could have <laughs> fucked up my draft. But me not thinking and not knowing the moment I'm in, like, you know, saying you finna go straight out of high school, it's not, it's like, yeah, you going straight out of high school, but then everything is surreal. Yeah. Like how we went to the draft. The we went to the, the draft, we went to the draft, and like, you know, we getting the, we seeing this shit. We seeing the jewelers during some of these cats is buying jewelry. We seeing all the suit guys. We seeing all the Asians. Everything. We going kicking in Prince Club. Yeah. After the draft, Shout after the draft, boy, I mean. we in Prince Club, and then we take a private jet to L.A. Hey, bro. That that part before you even get to that, the part that was the craziest part is for us to be like you said. We used to be at the apartment at the crib, going all these different workouts. I'm going to a million workouts. You going to a few? You went to a few, but not as many as me. And then we sitting there, you know, laughing and joking, like, man, we double get drafted together. But in my mind, I'm like, nah, I ain't about to get drafted to, to the same team because ain't no team. We look, only no team, team that had multiple teams was the Clippers and we ain't. And nobody working out for them. That. We ain't working out for them. We dodging them and everything. And I'm just not thinking. I'm thinking, like, I already know you top five. I'm like, Psh, I'm about to be right after that in the top ten somewhere. That was my thought. So I'm like, there's no way. For us to get picked together, our tables was next to each other. And when you got drafted, I think Jeff came. 
he was over there with y'all, you know, when you got drafted, he had a hat and everything. So when he came back to our table, you know, he sat down and put the hat down. Because <laughs> I remember my sister saying, like, he jinxed us with this damn hat. Because she remember she didn't want me to go to L.A. for nothing. Yeah. She did not want me to go to L.A. She was scared for me to come out here. So I remember her saying when she was crying, she like, Jeff in the damn hat. <laughs> I was like, the hat was sitting here. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? From when you got, that was from the, what, the third pick? Third and pick. I had to wait till the 18th. So it was sitting on the table the whole time. I'm sitting there getting hot. Pigs going, but I'm like, then I got to play it all because my pops getting nothing easy. Rochelle getting nothing easy. I got to act like I'm having a good time so they be cool. But I was steaming, boy. Like, no, no, no. I'm better than him. I'm better than him. No disrespect. But you know how it is. And you start to sit there. You, I don't want to become the nightmare in the green room. I'm one pick, one pick, one pick. Then, you, boy, I get picked at 18. When Jeff told me, he was like, the Clippers going to take you. I'm like, I'm like, at the same time, it was like three different emotions. I was still pissed because I'm like, it, this is crazy that I'm just now about to get picked. But then I was like, but I'm with bro. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, then I knew, you know, Keon had got picked at 10. I was like, I'm like, man, I'm with, I'm with bro and KD's. Like, you know what I'm saying? Maggetti like, was to the trade. No, nah, Maggetti, see what happened. I'm on the way up the ramp. To go shake David Stern's hand as I was walking up, they was announcing the trade. Yeah. Did he did Corey and Derek Strong got traded from Orlando to us? And I'm like, it was all hitting me at once, like, damn. So, you know, we get to the back. I'm like, that's when they you had that behind the scenes for us shaking up, talking about, man, we going to LA. I'm like, bro, Corey out there, K D gonna be out there, and we about to go play with LO. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, we about to be wild. <laughs> straight up, straight up. And so like you said, when we got on that private jet the next day, that was it for me. We were superstars. Yeah, everything <laughs> I was famous. Surreal. <laughs> like, you know what it, it reminded me when Magic Johnson explains when he first got to L.A. when he got picked by the Lakers and he leaving Michigan and he going straight to L.A. and he get off the plane and he just riding down the street seeing palm trees. <laughs> Shit that you ain't never even seen before. And that's how I felt. Our whole thing was just like, man, we took a private jet. We ain't never been on a private jet a day in our life. Came here, stayed at the Larmatage. Stayed at the Larmatage. We just looking at the job <laughs> video. You know what I'm saying? Like, Boy, it's just living it up. <laughs> and then getting off that plane and getting a driver. We really not used they to waiting drivers. waiting for us with the little name names on. We ain't used to drivers yet. <laughs> And then we taking that ride and riding through the street, riding through Beverly Hills and all that stuff, and you see these palm trees. It's like, man, I'm in L.A. Like, I'm, I'm about Beverly and then, you Hills know the crazy is that feeling of I'm not a Laker, but I'm playing for an L.A. team, and I'm I, in L.A. Man, I felt like Eddie in Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. That's how I was feeling, riding through, looking at these big-ass houses and all that. Like, man, we, is really, we, we out here. Talk what? about when we finally came here. Like, all right, we had already did the draft and came out here, did the little press conference stuff. But when we came back out here, remember that like, we stayed in the Marriott right there in Marina Del Rey? Del Rey. And in that joint, this one we was SpongeBob SquarePants, bro. Yeah. We went and got all these dress clothes, think we was going to be going out to the club, only to be turned away so some many club, times. Some, some club, yeah. Man, we was getting, when we first, the first time we even yeah, got in the spots with L.O., we got shut down every time before that. No, nah, we went with uh, Hits from the Street. That is right. We did go with Ali Al, Hits from the Street. We went to Farouk. 
Mr. Farouk got a, a nice little walker. <laughs> you know, back then, everybody had a walker. You had a walker or two. And some of them Donald Pliners. You know what I'm saying? Get you a nice little walker, nice little, you know, dress, little fit. Hey, and then you go out. We went out with hits from the streets. Back then, hits from the streets was like big on BET. Everybody, like, loved this show. That's crazy. And we met him. We just met him, and he was like, let's go out. So me and you went out. You're right. 18, 19, and we was on the dance floor. We, that's back in the day when they used to dance. These young folks don't <laughs> dance no more. All they do is this. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't bring no, like our first two years, we didn't bring nobody with us. Like how people bring like their best friend. Like I brought my big brother, but as far as like somebody yeah, bringing I had like my a mom. Peer, my mom, he had my his pop. mom and I, I brought. I'm the only child, so it's. And so it was legit, like if you saw one, you saw the other. Legit, they knew if, and we was tagged that way. If anything happened, if any one of us got caught, both of us was caught because they knew one of us wasn't there without the other one being Fair there. Up. It was legit like that. It would be times where we young and stuff come be He when he drink liquor, his spell come right out his pores. It didn't affect him playing nothing, but he just ran it up out of him. But like yeah, that's one thing I was I time out. Shit. And we gotta say this because my man, God bless his dad, rest in peace, DJ. Dennis Johnson, he used to be the one. He was like our first real OG man that used to be pulling us to the side. I'm talking about putting us in our place. But when we fell asleep, bro, we had went out in New York. This our first time out in New York. We out there, wow. We went out, stayed out crazy late. So we get to the garden, and I don't know if this was intentionally or what, but like we get there for our shoot around. They ain't got the lights on or nothing. We waiting for the people to come put the lights on in the garden. And we listen. To it. So we sitting there while all this happening, and me and D Miles and fell asleep, <laughs> leaning up against each other. We didn't fell asleep, so we got our hoodies and stuff on. Like we didn't even realize that the lights came on. Everybody and got out there on the court and stuff, right? So AG, you remember AG was like, "Listen, I mean, if you guys can't handle your business and be adults, you're gonna." No, he was just being general. He was not really singling us out. But we knew, everybody knew he was talking about us because we was legit over there asleep, bro. Remember when we rented the little Jeep? They had some it was a the, Zuki or whatever the fuck it was. It was, it was something. Oh, We man. rented it. And I remember we was riding around we L.A. Didn't rent it. They rented it for us. That was our vehicle to get around in. Yeah, we riding around L.A. And we, like, getting lost. Boy. And we kind of like ride into the jungle. We don't know where the fuck we at. We like ride into the jungle. For those who may or may not know what the jungle is, if you've seen the movie Training Day with Denzel, obviously, think about the scene when he going into the neighborhood, the projects, and the, and the dude on top of the building, and he doing the clap, letting the birds out to let them know the that the popos is, in the, is coming through, letting the yeah. pigeons out to let them know. And if it wasn't for them boys recognizing the young boy fresh right here, boy, whoo. Black and Miles being that one that top pick, boy, they knew what was going on with They looked him in the face, said, man, that's the young boy straight out of high school. I said, whoo, whoo. I said, if you ain't never came through for us, you done came through for us, boy. <laughs> I used to ride all the way you, man, y'all go home, don't come back through here. Y'all don't need to be nowhere around here. And we ain't come back. We actually went back. It was a rec center that's close by there that we went back for the kids. Our thing was our appearances. We wanted to go to the hoods. Yeah. Because we was young, we was happy to be in the NBA. We wanted to work hard and earn our respect that we wanted to be respected to be one of the NBA players, one of the people that posed to be here and have a long career. 
The stuff that we was doing here, how the city embraced us and how we embraced the city by being everywhere. Because we used to be a lot of fucking places and it was traffic like a motherfucker. We used to be rolling through these streets. You remember going to Santa Barbara and we was getting all this and one girl. And, you know, we going to Santa Barbara like we do every summer, but now we, we in the draft. So this this is an actual trip we playing on our own dime. <laughs> you know Facts. what I'm saying? Facts. We drove though. And, but, but, but we, the hotel though. But man, we we felt, first time we got to stay at the, the what is it, the Bacara? We felt we felt so much player because we staying at the same hotel Mike is staying at. So you know sweet. we feeling like we made it. Got a so sweet. To see Mike see us with this and one girl pulling up in, the, in our own truck, yeah. whipping and one girl and all that stuff. To Talk me, about when we, we we got announced that. When well, he told us, we family. He gave us the word that, La like, familia. yeah, like that's like one of my all-time favorite stories. Period. Yeah, it don't get better than that. Bigger than that for us to be from the crib. You know, you grew up in East St. Louis. I grew up in Chicago. We both watching WGN from inception when Mike doing his thing, building his legacy, and you fast forward to us at Jordan Camp. And we got on all this and one stuff. And after the game, after the little council game, we hooping and everything. He like, man, what y'all doing with this stuff? We like, man, look, I thought y'all was Nike guys. We like, man, Jeff trying to work out the deal. You know, we waiting to see what's happening. He like, don't worry about it. He like, y'all going to be with me. We like, remembering that moment, we didn't know what that even meant. Yeah. It was just like, girl or something. we like, yeah, we like, her, you know, <laughs> like Mike, you know what I'm saying? Then, you fast forward, Jeff calling us the next day, like, I don't know what happened, but I guess Michael said you guys are gonna come be with him, be with Jordan or whatever, and they're gonna take care of everything. And so I'm like, I just went from getting no bread and an apparel deal. They, you know, now you weren't trying to throw me nothing but apparel deal and no bread. You was getting low bread, and, he, and Mike made them up the bread and give me some bread. Yeah. And then it was the fact that we was about to be with Mike, with Gordon Brand. Like, when they was telling like, how about when we got our first shipment? The first, the very first Kids shipment. The candy store. First of all, it was so many boxes. Boxes so tall make everybody want to fall. Like, bro, like, you got to think. Then they came with the booklet in that joint. And the for real coldest part about it was that back then you legit used to get one of everything. And that's when he had the two, three line. Remember that? When yeah. he had the casual line? Yeah. For me, we had just went from thinking we was about to wear and ones. And now you looking at the coldest dude ever. So for real yeah. goat hand picked us and said, You up under this. I always wanted to ask him why he cause he could have did anybody. He could have blessed anybody that made him Jordan Brand. I was number three pick, but it wasn't nothing too specific or special or intriguing for us to get a deal, especially not to get a Jordan deal. A lot of people used to always ask us, man, how how the fuck y'all get on Jordan? Like, I always, I'm serious. I looked at it like Mike fucked with us because he got to know us a little bit from being at Jordan Camp. We was at Jordan Camp three, four years in a row. In a row. Like, I know, so you know, I know he we, fucked with us, but it's just... It was something he Just saw in the way Mike we went with about a lot of people. That don't mean he blessed them with, <laughs> with the shoe, did I feel like Mike had an affinity for Chicago dudes, too, though. When you look at it, like, look, Jawan, Finn. But I'm just saying, like, with us, it was no reason for him to just 
give us a Jordan deal. We gotta ask him that when we get him like, on here. We didn't give him. We gotta we gotta ask him that when he get him on here. We definitely gotta ask him that when he bless us with his presence. You know, we like to ask everybody this. You know, I know it. You know it. But when you got, when you felt like you got the bag, the bizag, maybe not your rookie yet because you ain't really, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, like, what you did, what you do. What I do that I was like, damn, I spent that much? Yeah. Damn, I got to say, which one? Which one? A couple of bad situations. I was like, damn, D-Miles, you wild like a motherfucker boy. <laughs> You a wild ass boy, D Mile. <laughs> you gonna pay that for that? You a wild boy. A private jet, and I was only getting dropped off. But you know, when you with a private jet, you gotta pay for it to take you to your destination, and pay for it to go back to its destination. Mm. I feel you, but I'm not veteran mode. I mean, once I think one time, I did some humbug shit on some last minute shit. And this one I had that black card. I just got the whoa, 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 whoa. the ching ching. You know, them unlimited minutes. Titanium. So when I got them unlimited minutes, got this private jet, and I think that shit was like 40. I've paid for two private jets mm. in my life. One was for my <sighs> honeymoon. Shit. Once my honeymoon, we went to Anguilla, me and my wife. It was mm. baller. The other one is when I helped Eddie out, and he paid me back. Mm-hmm. I ain't did no damn private jets now. Shit. Whole lot of first class. Whole lot of first class. That bitch was about four because it was a last minute shit. Some humbug shit. Ooh. And I was, shit, feeling myself. <laughs> but see, I be feeling like the man when I walk through. <laughs> man, I'm so on my rich homie. Boy. What about you? What what you buy? You was like, damn, see, I just paid for that. The first thing. When we bought them chains as rookies, when we bought them chains, bro, that was the first thing where I was like, I can't believe this. I felt like that about that first chain because how my pops looked in my ass when I told him how much it cost. Yeah. I wasn't rolling with that. I was like, damn. I kind of had to think about it. I, was, I got over it quick. I was cool. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that was the first thing. But let me ask you this, though. Do you remember how we used to be doing all of those damn shows, one-on-one, on one. Arliss, and then we did the cult legendary Van Wilder. Van Wilder, part of that series, the Van Wilder series. Like, we get love from that. Like, so many people remember yeah. us being in I did the perfect movie. score. Perfect score. Yeah, you for real move star now, boy. You yeah, looking, I, you I looking be, like it right now. <laughs> yeah, I be Denzel. I be Denzel. <laughs> I stay Denzel. I should have won the Oscar for that, but we ain't going to. Hey, boy. We ain't going like, to talk about it. The stuff that we was doing, they wasn't doing as much as they doing now. Remember at one point in time, only person that was basketball really that was on TV was Shaq. Everybody kind of like wasn't messing with nothing mm-hmm. TV-wise. And us being in L.A. for us to, to do the shows, so we look back on, on it now, and I just, I just see people and just hear them talk about it. It's like, man, yeah, I used to watch the song, so I used to see this, or... Oh, I knew that was you. You played in perfect score. Yeah. Man, I remember when you was in Van Wilder. That Van Wilder love hit different, but yeah. it'd, be, it'd be hilarious, boy. Random people be like, man, I remember you from Van Wilder. <laughs> like growing up and seeing, growing up and watching Flex on other TV shows to being the one-on-one TV shows, like crazy. Being on Artless and HBO. 
That was like cool. all this was so real because we was just at the crib watching TV and admiring the entertainment business, and now you're a superstar in the league and you're part of the entertainment business, and people want you to audition. And you know, we really thought we were out when we got the Jordan commercial with Spike, Spike Lee. Lee did it. Yeah. <laughs> That was his was like, story. Man, they first, I remember Jeff first time. She was like, yeah, so so Jordan Brand's going to do a commercial. They want to do you. They want to do a commercial. We like, we about to get a commercial. Boy. We, commercial we about to get our first. So then we like, cool. He like, yeah, yeah. So then he calls back like the next day like, hey, Spike Lee's going to direct the commercial. We like, we like, what? Like, what? He like, yeah. So y'all got to fly to New York. We like, we going to do it in New York. We like, oh, I remember getting to the set. Remember they had it that old church or whatever oh, in the oh, city. Okay. Like we get to the set, like we both like got trailers. You had your trailer. I had. Yeah. I said, man, we got trailers. I felt like, man, it was like it was too crazy. Like we about to do a show, a commercial with Spike Lee, bro, for Jordan. Yeah, Mar- Mars. We about to do it down. And to this day, them shoes that they brought out, which was Jordan shoes, they didn't have me or your name on it. People who's fan of Jordan or grew up on Jordans or whatever, they think them was. Our actual shoes with the suitcase. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, the Jordan with the suitcase we, is the D Miles and Q Jordans because yeah. we had the commercial. And then remember when you used to get the when you got the shoes, they had the look that little card the with little us disc, on it, and, and it had the, the little CD in there, and it had us on there. That, that was that dope. was one of the that but was the, one of the all time even moments. the opportunities. Another historic commercial that I had the opportunity to be in Lamar Carvin, oh, yeah. the Nike commercial. With the sneakers sounds and all that stuff, throwing the ball from one screen. I wasn't to the even next. in. I feel like I'm, Nike paying me, but I'm with Jordan. Lamar called me time I'll be in the commercial. It's a Nike commercial. He like, I don't know. And I they gave that. me the okay to do it, and I just drove out, my, drove from my house, went to the studio, and did that commercial. Glad I was a part of it because it legendary. turned out to be a, a legendary commercial, one of the best commercials ever. When it comes to like basketball or sports, so. The first body you caught, you know, you was the first you, motherfucker I dunked you on. Doctor Dunk, you believe in dunks, dunks, and more dunks. First motherfucker <laughs> I dunked on. Yeah, who was the who nah, was, the, was the, who the who was the who was the first? I know. I just want to hear the story. The first thrash, the uh, first kaboom. First person I dunked on. Man, I just really, really respect him. I was in preseason, and we was playing against the Pacers, and we was at Indiana State. Yes, non-televised game. Non-televised game. And I came down the middle, and, man, I just, like, just dunked it hard, body to body, me and Jermaine O'Neal, and I dunked that bit so hard, and it got tangled up and, like, was howling, like, ah! It was more like, yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, I had, I had bass yeah. in my shit. No, I wasn't, no, because that's what I we, me and Keon was laughing at, because you was looking like you were about 175 pounds, hey. trying to flex, and you was looking skinny, but and you like, ah. How it sounded, like a little cymbal. It sounded, ah. in my ears, it sounded like a lion's roar. That's how cymbal sounds to himself, too. It sounded like a it big sound, lion, no, but it sounded like the lion. king like, cymbal. Kind of like it's the, the, like the king, like Holland or I had a lot, lot. The dunk was cold. Whatever, the bottom line, what right? You know what I'm saying? The dunk was hard. Go so ahead. I, I dunked that motherfucker so hard and got tangled up, like all arms and stuff. And somewhere I got tangled up, and I came down low and I lift up. That's when you got with a holler. Come down. So then he came back down, man. I felt so good because he like he gave me a five, like 
And all I can remember, because I used to always watch the Sean Kemp highlights, and I remember when Sean Kemp dunked on Gatlin. He gave him a five. And Gatlin came back. It was like, nigga, motherfucker, you dunked that shit. And when he gave him the five, that's instantly what I thought about. But time out. What did, what, did, what, what did my OG, Triple all OG from is, Chicago, come in and say? All I can hear is Isaiah saying, don't shake that motherfucking hand. Hey, Zeke ain't on The that. fuck wrong with you? Why you shaking that motherfucking <laughs> hand? He just dunked on you. <laughs> And all, that's all I can hear, remember him saying. So the first body that you caught, man, the first body I caught, I remember it. I remember it well, cause you know, like you, I ain't usually get a lot of dunks like that. It was in L.A. at Staples Center at home, Mookie Blaylock. I was cutting down the lane. You dunking on point guards and shit? Bro, we asked her who was the first one. I just dunked on some big people before too. Don't uh-huh. act like I didn't. Uh-huh. You know this. All right. You asked the first body I caught. Said Mookie Blaylock. Okay. That's the face. It was an and one. Two hands. Slapped the boards. All that. He was all up under me. He was in my midriff. Oh. <laughs> he was in the area. <laughs> it was powerful. Powerful. Right. Two hands for safety. Slapped the boards. All that came off. I screamed louder and harder than you, too. And when I flexed, it looked different than you, too. But. It didn't look good. You dunked on Mookie Blaylock. I'm that was the only that. difference. We talking about the totality of right, everything well, that well, took tell, place. Tell in us the who you done dunked on that's six five and up. I dunked on Alonzo Morning before. What game? It's pictures. It's Googleable. Shout out to Drew Good. It's Googleable. I have photos. Who you, you, lo- who you was playing for then? The Clippers. You playing for the Clippers? Yes. I was there. I don't know. If you were there, because you, I had two years without you, but it definitely was. I sent the picture to Jeff. Cause, I don't know, because that ain't in my. I sent the picture to Jeff when it happened. Okay, that ain't in my. And I dunked on other people bigger than him. I just threw that out there. Don't come. First of all, don't do this. I, mean, I was just asking. What you got to ask for? You was there for a lot of them. Okay, I was just asking because I don't, don't. Let's go on to something else. I don't even want to talk about it no more because you pissing me off right now. Yes, man. Like that. Just because your first one was on the big man and mine wasn't. I was just saying, like, Mookie Blaylock is not really nothing to brag. It's, like, it's not especially- bragging. It's telling the truth, bro. He asked, you asked, who was the first person I dunked on? But you I'm- just you just explained your dunk on Mookie Blaylock. You you swing on that bitch and slap the glass with two hands and all that shit for Mookie Blaylock? You supposed to do that, period, when you throw that and get fouled on the end one. What you talking about? Shout out to Moneybag, yo. Bitch, you doing too much. Doing all that shit for Mookie Blaylock. Man, uh, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you. Move on to the next one. I remember two moments with Q that I was extra hyped when I was with the Clippers. The first one, Q is a, a legit two. But his he post up with the best of them. And I remember Q had Brian Grant. A big boy. Brian Grant, power forward on the ground, and we posted him up. And Q bagged his ass down, left, right, jump hooked his ass <laughs> like he was a guard. <laughs> I was proud of my boy and very happy of him because, like, you know, I, I root for him. You know, I think he deserved to be here and he one of the best. So when he posted Brian Grant up like he was a two guard instead of a, a big ass power forward, I thought that shit was dope. I was hyped for him. And the other time I was super hyped for him is when we was at the Garden. Mm-hmm. And 
my stats weren't really crap. I think I probably had like eight points, but my stats was like highlights. Like my my four oh, my eight points, dunks. my four times I scored was like blocks. highlights. But then it was more like defense blocks and you know what I'm saying like defensive plays stuff like that. But Q probably had about about twenty eight or some shit like that. <laughs> he was killing, and you know everybody want to kill in the garden. So I was super geek. For you, I remember I was super geek for you, man. When you killed in the garden, it felt like both of us killed, cause both of us had a, a deep impact on that game for us to win that game in the garden. So uh, I was geeked about that. See, for me, I just remember like especially first half of the season. I just remember every time, bro, being out there, I used to be too hyped. I used to be yeah. like, man, you know, I used to tell you every time, oh, you go out there and bust the ass for both of us, boy, cause you know I probably don't get out there. I'm be yeah. over here gas for you. So, but I remember specifically, bro. The first time, because it happened several times, but the first time you threw that hole on Sean Bradley, bruh, I feel like I dunked out my own seat because I, cause I saw it coming. And I, if you went up, I jumped with you, and you <laughs> and almost settled on with the one hand. Well, I went to yell and almost ran up the sideline talking. Me and Keon were going crazy. I said, boy, this boy just dunked on Bradley, posterized. I said, that is going to be on Espen tonight. Dun, 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 dun. I said, boy, he just posterized Sean Bradley, bro, 7-6. All, and he did, he, you ended up dunking on him like eight times in, like in our time at the Clippers. I was every time I seen him. He used to dunk on him every time, bro. I'm going to dunk your ass every time I see your ass, big motherfucker. But but, but, the, but the other time I remember being geek in L.A., it was always a huge deal for us to play the Lakers. And I ain't gonna say what we really used to say we wanted to do when we played the Lakers. We wanted to get we wanted to get our viewership rating up. You know what I'm saying? We wanted to want the young ladies and the people to see us. I ain't gonna say you know you know what we say we get our rating up, but we yeah. but. We used to always want to play good against the Lakers, and I remember that game where you. Came out, you bust the Lakers ass. Even on like you look at look YouTube highlights now, they got they always got them the highlight where the one play you beat Kobe shit up off the board. Then we went back on the other and end. You laid, in, you and laid. I got a layup yeah, off yeah, that. But that. then they got the one where you got him out on the wing six nine. You Crossing. hit him with the a yeah bang bang crossover one. He, and he reaching you yeah, you I so long you ain't dribbling him when you picked it up and just earthed him. I was yeah. like man, I was just, I just remember sitting there like, bro just crossed up cold, beat this shit like this. He out here can guard any of these people like for real. You had you beat Shaq shit that game. Yeah, remember like, I was like though, yeah. I was like I was like. That's when I started, because you remember, it, it became a point where I started telling you, like, yo, like, you ain't got to take this back seat to L.O. no more. He's like, nah, man, I'm cool. So I'm like, bruh, like, <laughs> nah, you a boy. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You, I started telling you that, like, I was. I remember sitting there in that Lakers game, though. I was like, because you hit the floater from half court, the three-pointer. Yeah. I was like, man, this boy out here is in his bag. And it was day home game. We had on the red jerseys. Yeah, I remember that, like, home. boy. I, I think like, I had my hair out, too. Yeah, yeah, you had the afro, <laughs> y'all. And it was like they interviewed your hat. Because we won that game because yeah. Corey had a crazy game. Corey, that game. Corey that game. won it. Corey, Corey won it. Kobe, Kobe that yeah. game. And he had, like, 28, 30 or some shit. And he was like. Like going at Kobe, I remember that. But I remember you. You had like a, a, a like you had like twenty plus yeah, that like game, the, and it was like or I was like, like, damn boy, like because you remember they was the standard. They yeah. was the standard. They was three peating at that Anything time. Anything is champ is different. 
Man, y'all peep our 2000 looks out, you know what I'm saying? We getting nostalgic. That's why we brought it like this today, you know what I'm saying? We got our headbands. We got the brand. Jordan brand rocking with us. Uh, you, see these, you see these braids. And you know that. Vibe out with us. Got our bottle of Hennessy always on deck. Yeah. The Players Tribune.com